What up, nerds? I'm Adam. I'm Sean. I'm Casey. And I'm RJ. And together, we're Tales from the Short Box, a once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics today. Join us every week while we talk about all our likes, all our dislikes, and all our hot takes. On everything from Marvel to DC to everything in between. Find out what we've been reading, and maybe you'll find out what you should be reading. Find us on DuelingGenre.com or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Come for the comics, stay for the gyro. (laughs) (laughs) Dueling Genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 3, which is quite possibly the greatest madman minute ever. Woo. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Adam from TMNT Minute. Well, thank God you're here, because you're our expert on all things All Red, because uh, Chris and I have, to say we have the most passing knowledge of him would be probably as accurate as I could be. Well, Jeff said, Adam wants to come over for Mike Allred, and I said, good, I won't even look him up, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did. (laughs) Yeah, otherwise they were going to get our Wikipedia knowledge. Yeah, that's it. Which is what everybody's looking forward to. (laughs) So, uh, Minute 3 begins with uh, Kevin Smith's credit and ends with just a half a second of Ethan Suplee. But next week will be the week of Suplee. (laughs) All right, so we... We unfortunately have to struggle through a little bit more of the beginning here well, before I mean, we, we get. We still get some more of this gorgeous Mike Allred art. Yeah, they, they use the word wizard too for some reason. I mean, for some well, reason, you well, just I mean, are you surprised they were allowed to. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like they just threw it in there. They probably well, didn't ask permission. They a, probably... As we'll yeah, as we'll go into talking when we get to the actual convention, I think it also has a lot to do with it's 1997 and literally nobody gives a shit about comic books. Yeah, <laughs> or Kevin Smith at that point, really. Besides, like you know, fans of him. Yeah, in 1997, what are your quote-unquote comic book movies? Batman and Robin comes out that year, I believe. That was a great movie. Well, but the, <laughs> but and all the Batman movies, even up to that one, they did, they pretended like they'd never been in the comic books before. Right. Like, there was no tie to it at all. Like They just pretended like that shit never happened. Did we have Blade by then? Blade was an awesome comic Blade? book. Blade? What the hell were Blade in? 90, I can't think. 95? God, that opening scene from Blade was awesome, though. No, 95? <laughs> yeah. That seems... It does. It was like I I thought it was ninety nine, but then I that came after Batman and Robin. Oh, it had to be right around the time of the Matrix, so it must have been around ninety nine. Yeah. Ninety eight, maybe, maybe right before the Matrix. Keep talking, keep talking. I'm almost done. <laughs> Listen, it wasn't that difficult of a task. <laughs> I do well, like I just, uh, this this issue of Wizard how it has uh, an ad for Mage and Madman. Yeah, and Mage and Madman have like the same team. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a uh, him. What's he saying? Schniggity snooch as it comes through the <laughs> snickety snooch. I wonder I wonder if Alred knew like what these designs would eventually become, like years and years later. Like, do you think he saw the production art for Jane Saw and Bob Strike Back and was just like, for real? Like <laughs> <laughs> what am I drawing? <laughs> like that you're actually going to make costumes of this. Yeah, this was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a uh, a picture of the New York skyline. And just in case you didn't know it was New York, they put it on the screen. Yeah. It says New York and the boat's going by. It's a nice I mean, boat. honestly, if you're so, New York may be one of like what the five cities where you can like put up part of their skyline or a feature from it and like I don't really think you need to yeah. Yeah, thing up there. Yeah. yeah, what kind of decision is that? <laughs> Empire State, State Building and Chrysler Building both in the picture. <laughs> I mean, and, you, I, they could have probably got the towers in there and yeah. I would have given it away. 
Well, this because they're showing uh, Midtown. So, I mean, I guess uh, you're seeing yeah. these are working class people. You know, they don't, they're not uh, with all the richie riches. <laughs> they're really trying to show New York when they show all the taxi cabs and then all the shoes hanging on the wire. Yeah. <laughs> Which, listen, I've seen shoes hanging on the wire. I have never seen that many at once. No, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> you, you'd think they'd have to go clean that off before it pulled the friggin' wire down at that point. <laughs> it was usually like one, two, three, not <laughs> like me- 30. To be fair, it's on the light post, not on the wire. They, Usually, they're on the wire. Yeah, I never right. saw it on the light post either. Right. I always saw it on the wires. Yeah, they're they hanging down pretty the whole far. Film's budget on Nikes to, to get this shot. <laughs> oh, and they're, usually everything they're here chucked. is a yeah. Everything here is a stolen shot. <laughs> <laughs> no standing except trucks. It says seven to six. Oh, for feet. God's sake! Don't ever try to read those signs in the city. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what you- they say. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you're like parked somewhere and it says you walk around the corner and it says do not park around the corner. It's like oh thanks a lot. Now I'm gonna get a ticket. Well, there'll be like it. four signs, none of which match up with each other. <laughs> yeah, park between <laughs> these signs. Don't park between these signs. Yeah, park park here between seven and nine, and then right above it, it's like do not park here in the a.m. But that other <laughs> sign says to park here. <laughs> give him the stick. Don't give him the stick. <laughs> so we go to the next scene, and I got to say, I want to live in this world where um, Ozzy Osbourne and Mario can walk down the street holding, you know, arm and arm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a it's an insult to these fine people. It's me, Mario. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> that's my first impression. I think on this whole podcast, uh, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, was that a Sharon? Yell? <laughs> Listen, it's a lot harder to say Mario than it is to say Sharon. Let me tell you, Sharon. <laughs> uh, then we cut inside to the third annual Manhattan Comic Con. The Flanagan Flanagan Events is presenting. <laughs> yeah, Flanagan Events. <laughs> oh, um, Do we need that it, second C? Like it's Comic Con. Do we need? It could have been. Could have took that C out of there. Why? Well, you don't need it. It's comic con. Yeah, comic convention. Comic no, it isn't. Con is the way it is on that side, no, no. it is. There's no space between MCs. Well, there should be. Yeah, well, there's not. You're getting ready to yell at me, and, and you're wrong this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> because I think comic con, C O M I, which is the thing, is like, that's the trademark, right? Well, if you listen, to, yeah. If you listen to any of Kevin Smith's podcast, he says comic con. He's an idiot. He always says Comic Con, and it gets on my nerves. <laughs> I know. He's waiting for the Russians to show up. <laughs> Comic Con. And this was obviously before Comic Con was cool, because just yeah. look at this. Room. Oh. oh, yeah. So if anybody's watching this movie and you're like, what the hell is this? I've been to a convention. This is not what it looks like. No, no. This is not what it looks like now. This is 100% what it looked like yeah. back then. <laughs> That's the hotel room that you rent sign. I've seen them for other things. Like, this yeah. is where, you know, this card company goes. Yeah, there, I mean, San Diego Comic Con has been big for a while and has gotten ridiculously big now. Like, Dragon Con's really big, but like every other comic book convention until like five years ago looked like this. I went yeah. to a Comic Con in Atlantic City two years ago, and uh, Run from Run DMC was singing there. It was great. Well, <laughs> no, DMC, DMC was there. Yeah, well, on, and until like, let's say the last 10 years. Your big pull at one of these, you'd have like one named guest, and then everybody else would be like some guy that was in two episodes of Star Trek. Right, right. Like you might be able to pull Stan Lee, or you might have Shatner, and that's it. Like your next level guest would be some person you're like, who, who the hell are they? Oh, they were in Logan's Run? Not the movie, the TV show. <laughs> he was the guy from the baseball gang in The Warriors. He was in two episodes. Yeah, he was. He, he was in the. <laughs> the Baseball Furies. <laughs> oh, he knows the name of the gang. Of course I do. <laughs> they were awesome. And you said it like the the, the lady who was announcing on the radio, too. That's great. <laughs> yes, Chris. Everyone got that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just had to point it out for myself. 
<laughs> I also like uh, kind of dead center. There's this guy in a concrete. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I see. It. Yeah. The, uh, there, there's a lot of like 90s indie comics was kind of like that. That's that's for me the sweet spot of indie, like the, the mid to late news. There was so much. Well, because Marvel and DC had kind of been spinning their wheels. And then there was like a couple. Was this when did Spawn come out? Because that was like that's the one that it was independent, and then it made good. It got super famous. Yeah, and, and then, then and then Image became you know it, it was originally the top two, and for a while, once Image really started to gain speed, it was like Marvel, DC, and then yeah, like, I, I like Spawn. I enjoyed Spawn stuff. when it came out. Jeff made fun of me about the 1997 film. It doesn't say what actual. Uh, I saw Spawn in the in the movie theater. <laughs> So I. <laughs> I, I read it from a West Coast video, and then the store closed down, and I got to keep the DVD. I mean, the, the DVD. God, I've done that twice now. I've really? twice I've I've uh, rented things, and then the place closed down. I honestly think we talked about that on the last two probably we've done. <laughs> um, what do you think about the shirt of Marvel can suck my cock? Wait, can I ask a question before we move on? Oh, for God's sake! I what, what we, do you need we, to ask a question about? We get the first cosplayer. Do, am I going to get yelled at? But I don't know what is she supposed to be. She's a Borg, you dipshit. Okay. <laughs> yes, you are going to get yelled at. I figured I was going to get yelled at, but I had to ask what it was. Okay. So what's it? Marvel sucks cock. Okay. Yo, Marvel you're, can you're, suck my cock. Oh no, we're gonna go. We're gonna go back and talk about your distinct <laughs> lack of Star Trek knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I watched Star Trek, the original series. I don't even know the Borg. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... And it's not I, a great Borg that, costume anyway. So oh, it's up. a garbage Borg yeah, costume. so but. shut up. It's not a good Borg costume anyway. Listen, there are just some <laughs> things when you when you host a podcast, you need to be a certain nerd level. <laughs> and I feel like being able to identify at least what a Borg is is probably on there. I lost some nerd cred. Sorry, I lost some yeah. nerd cred. Like, I understand that if, like... You don't watch Doctor Who, but if you saw some, if you saw like the block, the box, the TARDIS, you'd be like, "That's from Doctor Who." I've never watched it, is. but I know what that's from. I know what the TARDIS is, but like, I understand that's like basic level knowledge of yeah. something you may not have seen. Maybe me not knowing what a Borg is makes me cooler than the rest of you guys. I no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you guys are arguing about Borgs, I'm looking. At, I'm doing a little seek and find here. There's a lot of comic book easter eggs going on but you don't really see any marvel dc stuff it's all in. there's a big stray bullets oh. uh poster in the background there's a, a kid buying a copy of sin city i think it's i think that's twofold one obviously he's trying to push indie comics and two um the indie comics aren't going to sue your ass right <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna be like, yeah, "Oh my god, did. thank God, someone put the name of my comic book in a movie." Although, again, in 1997, Marvel might have been like, "Please put us in a movie." Although, actually, <laughs> no. In the background, of the one shot, there's a Kingdom Come. Poster. Kingdom Come, I saw that too. Yeah, DC. But that's right behind the the kid buying the Sin City. So you would have looked at the Sin City comic first. Like. And you could have bought a T-shirt for fighting censorship for the comic book legal defense fund. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. could donate two dollars and get a free button. That's not a free button. If you're donating two dollars, it's oh, not a free here we button. Go. I, I have a problem with this now. All of a sudden. You donate twenty dollars and get a free shirt. No, it's funny. Buy the shirt. Well, no, I'm but, like uh, for for um, tax exempt purposes. Okay, for nonprofits, uh, yeah, they can't sell you something in kind, but they can right. give you a free gift for it. Oh, you mean yeah. like at the strip club when they can't give you alcohol, but you oh, can get here we go to get your alcohol. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Um, some cool Dave uh, Dave Sim art uh, too with the the donate two dollars. Let me check that out. Right, well, right after you get there, and it starts, it pans away from there. We start seeing people in outfits, but they're only oh, for yeah. like half a second. Does anybody recognize any outfits? Are they Borgs? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a girl in a green. I've seen that cloak. Yeah, 
but it's almost too plain for me to like make a call on it. Right. We're gonna say she's Green Arrow. <laughs> what's called <laughs> the Purple Cloak? I don't know what that is. Um, what's the girl from Teen Titans? Oh, the, isn't that? I don't think that's who she is, but that's what it immediately made me think of. Yeah. I don't know. Teen, Teen Titans is too young for me. See now, like I, I knew the Borg. I don't know the girl from Teen Titans because I'm not nine uh, years old. You're losing my nerd cred right now. <laughs> yeah, am I though? All I know is she's my daughter watches it. and She's really, really sullen. I know that. Is she like the cat one? Is she like she's the, the one that's always like she floats around and she's always mad or upset uh, or emo or something. <laughs> she has something going on. She got like depression issues. She needs to get on medication. Her father is like Satan or something. I don't know. Got to be honest. I uh, wasn't paying attention real closely. My daughter was watching it. <laughs> and then uh, we do cut over to uh, a man who may or may not be Mike Allred. That is Mike Allred. Yeah. Uh, and then what are this? Why does he need two handlers? Yeah, well, I, I think he just has two guys standing on either side of him to uh, show off the new Madman t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Why are they standing there with Madman Madman t-shirts on? Well, it looks like he has uh, security. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Because the way they're having this set up, he may be the most famous person at this comic book show. He might be the most famous person in this movie. At the, at the <laughs> Does he even have the Madman symbol on his suit jacket? Yeah, he's got a little lapel pin. I see it. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I like this little Madman doll next to Yeah, the crazy white doll. The you think uh, Mike Allred was like, listen, I'll, I'll draw the stuff for your movie, but you're going to pimp the shit out of all my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to put uh, my comics all over your movie. I want yeah. every one of my comics in one scene of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at, I think at this time, like that rack behind is every single issue of Madman Comics up to that point. Wow, that is awesome. <laughs> he really did say that. Though. That's awesome. <laughs> and I have every single comic that's on that rack behind. All right. Really? So did you did you read Madman? Madman. I did. Well, it's it's funny. I I I can't remember if. I loved Madman because I saw this movie, or if I loved this movie because I loved Man. Like, <laughs> well, because I was going to ask the person asks. Uh, if there's a movie, would you want Chow Yun-Fat to play Madman? Now, is that like a legitimate suggestion for 1997, or is that like ridiculous and he's just humoring this guy? I, I think it was a joke. I, at the time, they were trying to option Madman as a movie. Yeah. And like there was a lot of buzz about, okay, well, who would play Madman? Uh, personally, I think at the time, Brendan Fraser would have been a good pick. But So, uh, so what's, what's Madman's either personality or power set? Well, he doesn't really have a power set per se. What it is, he's... Um, He's a mad scientist experiment. Uh, this scientist brought a corpse back to life from you know, the dead. <laughs> and uh, his, his name is Frank Einstein. Yeah. Frank Einstein. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he put on this costume. He's basically, like the, for the first large part of his story, he's just kind of this mad scientist's like, lab assistant slash guinea pig. But then he like he starts to. There's a lot of uh, kind of cerebral elements to it. Like he starts having flashbacks from his previous life, and he starts trying to reconcile the fact that he, you know, dead. It's 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 a really great series. But what really sucks you into the series is the artwork and the the whole style and the whole world that he builds. It's very like '70s kitsch. It's kind of got like this snappy pop art to feel about. Yeah. So if it was Brendan Fraser in 1997, who would you have if they were optioning it today? Who would you put? Uh, I would have the kid that played Steve and <laughs> Steve the Hair Harrington. Yeah, like give him a couple <laughs> of years to like 
you know, hit puberty, get that growth spurt, I think you'd be a perfect man. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not even going to bother looking him up because if you don't know him as Steve from Stranger Things, then I mean... I was about to look him up. I'm like, ah. Nobody cares. <laughs> That's where everybody knows him from anyway. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, Until Ben he... Schwartz, whoever's available. Yeah. Out of those two similar looking... <laughs> two, those two extremely simpler people right there. <laughs> it actually sounds like a cool story. I never got into Madman, but that sounds like a really cool story to start with. Definitely check it out. For even for the artwork alone, I what I've always loved about Allred is he he does a lot of the pencils. Sometimes he does inks, but his inkist and colorist is his wife Laura. So she just traces. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's a fucking tracer. Sorry, yeah, they're a husband and wife team, and for the longest time, I, I was reading Madman, and I kept noticing. Every woman that he draws has like a similar look. Like they're different characters, you can tell they're different characters, but they all have something about them that looks the same. And then oh. I saw a picture of Lara Allred for the first time. And I was like, they're all Lara Allred, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is absolutely adorable. Yeah. And uh, recently, they they've started doing stuff with. Um, it's either his nephew or his or his, either his brother or his son. I always forget. But uh, they did Dick Tracy for IDW. They did the first couple of issues. It was. Nice. I, I've I, I had this quest for a while. I wanted to collect Mike Allred's entire body of work, and I was doing well for a while there. But then he started doing covers for like everybody. Like he. Oh, uh, see. He did yeah. all the covers for Batman sixty six. Um, he bounces around between Marvel and DC all the time. He, he had that whole run of Ecstatics. I have that whole thing. Um, yeah, he's just, I, I think he's a wonderful artist. I think Lara is an incredible colorist. I think it really makes uh, the whole style, just the pop art. Um, but I, I have every single issue of Madden. I have every appearance. And for the longest time, I didn't have the first appearance. And I have a friend who's who's a big comic book collector. He has like a lot of big books. Like he's big on first appearances. And I helped him get a job at my office. for. Uh, I didn't really help him get the I I told him about the opening. I gave them the resume. He did the rest. But yeah, my friend Lane, as a thank you, one day I came into work and the first appearance of Madman is sitting on my keyboard nice. at my desk. I was like, you're kidding me. <laughs> but yeah, now, it's where a really did he hard to first? find book. It was kind of this like two-page thing in this anthology called uh, Creatures of the Id. But anyway, I'm, I'm going on and on about that. Well, thank God, because otherwise we would have had to look it up and we would <laughs> right. have to stumble through and be like, uh, it says here on his Wikipedia page that Listen, he um <laughs> you're gonna stop people from yelling at us for not knowing too much about Mad Men. So yeah, I'm giving going. it all. I'm putting it all out there. But yeah. uh, I wanted to share this story. I actually th- this popped up on Twitter a couple months ago. He was at a, a comic convention like this. It was almost like this same shot, but he's holding a copy of this old like '70s issue of Super. And if you zoom in real close. On the front cover, it says Mike Allred, written in pencil. It was his childhood copy of that issue that someone oh found wow. at a comic book store. It was like, holy shit, I think that's Mike Allred. So that he like gave it to him at a convention. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. And, and here's a guy who went on to draw Superman. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, uh, what's his name? When he was younger, Stephen King used to send in, you know, he would send out his stories to people or whatever. And he said he'd get rid of rejection letters back. So he got a rejection letter one time from Forrest Ackerman, the guy that did uh, Famous Monsters of Filmland. And he said, so later on, he gets famous. And he said he showed up with the uh, the rejection letter. And he's like, hey, I uh, I might have been wrong. <laughs> he's like, could you sign this for me? All right, so Chris, I'm going to gonna quiz you now. After, uh, after we pan away from Mike Allred, okay. uh, what do you think of the next woman we see where she's giving away an autograph? I think the kid's looking at her boobs. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have that haircut, I think. <laughs> um, 
Well, I mean, if you grew up in this time frame, I think it was a. Uh, I think it was. I mean, it's illegal not to have that haircut at some point, right? Yeah, you had your choice between like four haircuts. Well. Yeah. You could have that haircut, or you could have like the other. You could shave it even higher up and just have like kind of like the weird mohawky thing, and then it'd be real long in the back. Yeah, I think I had that haircut, but parted on the side. I never had it shaved in the back like that. My hair was that was that thick and that long. I had what would have been known as the hockey haircut, okay. where it was the down the middle and it was long and disgusting. Yeah, right, right, right. I had it shaved the sides and the back, not just the back like that. That is an odd spot where they decided to finish his shave. Yeah, they just gave up. They're like, oh, we're yeah, going to yeah, stop yeah. right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's like the next prince of France or something with that cut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dutch boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's getting an autograph, which the only reason they get that autograph is so she has to stand still for five minutes because yes. you're a 13-year-old boy, and you're like, I can't, and it's 1997, so you're like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, thank you for showing me your boobs. So what was the quiz? Do, am I supposed to know who that is? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that I is. I don't know either. Okay. <laughs> I thought you knew, you sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's not even, I, I mean, somebody, listen, if we're wrong, I'm sure somebody will go into the into the quicker stop and tell us how stupid we are, yeah. but I think she's just supposed to be like generic, like post-apocalyptic girl. You think like the first week of our podcast, we're going to get somebody yelling and tell, telling us how stupid we are? And I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs> go into the quicker stop and let us know how dumb we are. <laughs> I already got her autograph, though. Especially at his age, I would have definitely got her autograph. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get another... Um, the, the other girl looks a little less happy to be there with her buddy there, the American flag shirt guy. What is the uh, the thing that's next to her? It's like... Uh, On her left or her right? Her right. America clown? America skull with bloody eyes or something? Did you literally tell me what's on her left? I said her right. Did I say her left? I don't know. I'm... <laughs> I'm six or seven beers in. Stage right. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I was like, the thing on her right is a man holding up the captain's jolting tails. <laughs> oh, wait. On her left. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I think I have the uh, opposite of what you have, Jeff. Oh, your film runs in the other direction, huh? Yeah, well, on her right, to me, is a skull with a star on its head. That's not her right. That's your right. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Her Adam, right. are you free for the next six months? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> there could be an opening. It's going to be a fun oh, season. Wait, I just thought about the rest of this movie, and no. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, me either. I'm out of here, too, so Jeff's going to be all by himself. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with some of the uh, the topics. Nah, it's fine. It was just, We'll handle it with the delicate gloves we've been known to handle things with for the first two years yeah, I don't know, what, man. <laughs> what could be worse than ozzy and mario that we already saw walking down the street together hey. <laughs> select your player <laughs> what is the comic book that's standing in front of her can anybody see that i can't tell what that the one that's like uh that she's got a crotch level yeah her vagina yeah so i can't read it it's something every time i pause comic. it gets it blurs out yeah i have no I idea again if you, I, it looks like <laughs> it looks like I don't know. Is the second word quiches? Is it about cooking? I don't know. There's so many comics in this minute that like I wanna I wanna zoom in and find out what they are. And you You cannot. No, you need like you would need like a super HD copy of this. and then the ability to like stop and zoom. There's no such thing as a super HD copy. Well, because they shot it on probably the shittiest film they could get. So like you can zoom in all you want. You're just gonna get pixels. So what do we think the captain's jolting tales are about? I, <laughs> I googled it and it told me nothing. I got it on Amazon. Uh, I 
It's whatever that's that Skull America is. Oh, it's part of that. They vary. It. It oh, I thought it was a lot of things. I feel like it's the type of thing you'd find in the Unabomber's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that anybody's rushing out to get that. Yeah. And I'm immediately suspicious of anybody in a American flag shirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you do decide to get it, maybe you go to the dueling genre Amazon affiliate link. Yeah. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, click through dueling genre, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, send a, a shekel or two over to uh, try to keep the lights on over there. All right, then we get our sign for Holden McNeil and Banky Edwards, creators of, quote, Blunt Man and Chronic. Yeah. That sign looks like it cost a pretty penny. To- it looks yes. better than the, the Comic-Con sign. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Comic-Con sign looks like you could be having like a brunch in there or like somebody's bar mitzvah. That's right. what that sign looks like. <laughs> I'm still just flabbergasted by that budget. Oh, yeah. Like, even in 97, that was... At any time, that was nothing. Yeah. That was nothing... I mean that's I mean clerks cost as every you know it's like twenty seven thousand dollars or that but but they put like another fifty thousand on top of that when they really needed to like you know add to it like they Spice had to do up. like post production and stuff yeah, to it yeah. so it's real budget's probably closer to like seventy five like the version you're watching now so like you're only like giving them like two three times that budget like I understand that Mallrats didn't do very well but. And he's an indie director and all that, but like you couldn't throw the guy a million bucks, Jesus! But you know, you know what that says a lot about is Scott Moser. Scott Moser must have been just the patron saint of getting shit done. I mean, you gotta have an amazing producer if he can make a movie like that. Yeah. Well, I think it shows now that uh, you know, one of them is making yoga hosers and the other one's making the Grinch. (laughs) 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 He's like, uh, yeah. I remember when uh, Scott disappeared from like the Smodcast for a while, and they're like, what's he doing? And then it was like, oh, he's just going to make the movie that's going to make the most money this year. Yeah, he's going to go make $10 million. Yeah. Be- yeah. Because he can. Because he's Scott Mosier. Like, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need to be sitting around doing a podcast. He's an amazing producer. Yeah. And then he gets the co-director on that thing. So he's doing all right for himself. Yeah. Uh, does anybody want to talk about the one second of Ethan Supply? Sp- specifically you, Adam, since you're not going to be here next week to... He looks so young. <laughs> he's such a baby here he yeah. surprisingly looks younger here than he did in Mallrats yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mentioned it in Mallrats but I had his um, action figure from Mallrats the in-action figure and uh, somebody named Ethan Suplee bought it from me and it was a, <laughs> yeah and it was a, it went to a P.O. box in Hollywood California so that's amazing yeah it was pretty cool <laughs> I have the in-action figure for the uh, the the oh my god was it actually Scott Mosier in this movie the guy who's like you're just a tracer yeah, yeah, it's him. Yeah, I have his in action here. <laughs> I have um, Brody from Mallrats right now, but I sold the rest. So you should have held on to them. You could have uh, tried to sell them now as we're running the podcast. Listen, I'll pick more up. Don't you worry about a thing. You guys keep <laughs> checking my eBay at Chris1200 on eBay. Oh, man, listen to this. <laughs> Just whoring himself. Hey, you got to make are that some... money, man. If, if you can find a way... <laughs> I just I cannot stand self promoters. Amazon.com, the dawn is the dawn of Mars. <laughs> well, duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go you, through there. If you're going to Amazon, you go to Dueling Genre. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> or if you you can go to Dueling Genre and then go through the merch page and you know pick up something on T Public. Yeah. <laughs> or you know give us your money on Patreon. Or just ask to send me money and I'll give you my PayPal <laughs> and you can just give me money. I love being on podcasts with other people in our network. Is we're all pitching the same. You're yeah. <laughs> so like, you're used it's like it. hey, do your plugs that are exactly the same as my yeah, plugs. My plugs are your plugs. Why should I even do my plugs? You do them. <laughs> 
All right. So does anybody have anything else for this minute? Oh. Or Adam, do you have anything for the the movie in general? I guess. Well, the, I, the movie in general, like I feel like I feel like I need to give this movie credit. My love of indie comics. Like I, I knew about indie comics. Like I knew Image growing up, but I like I was such a Marvel kid. And then I saw this movie. I was like, oh my god, there's like this whole other world of comics out there that I didn't know. And that's when I really started to explore. But uh, I did want to bring up one more little thing about Madman. Sorry to keep talking about it. But, um, that's what you're here for. <laughs> while this Madman movie never got made, the, the one that they kind of joke about, uh, they did end up making this movie called G-Men from Hell, which was a Madman story arc that they just took Madman. And they were like, oh, we can right. make this movie. I don't know why it wasn't a Madman. It would have been great. But yeah, check that out. That's like, it was on Netflix for a minute. It's a we- weird. I feel like I saw the VHS cover or DVD cover in one of the movies. Was it behind the beaded curtain? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know if it was <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I love this movie. It's it, it didn't age well, but and it's always like everyone's least favorite Kevin movie, but Which is hilarious because especially back then, it would have very well been known as his best movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it because it, like it, it it tells like an honest story i mean not nah, it's it's kind of patronizing it for kevin smith in the 90s this was a very honest, and it, i think the, i'll tell you the reason why i can deal with a lot of the stuff that happens in this i know every single person in this movie up to and including holden i know someone that's as stupid as he is oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> and yeah there's Who? that kind of that that <laughs> that we all kind of grew out of in those times and we can it's kind of a time capsule be like this this was the way it was thank god it's yeah not yeah hey, you want to know what the late 90s were like uh, watch this movie <laughs> but there's just because so, there's so many easter to to indie so much like inside baseball that's what i've always yeah and there's a ton of inside comics to all the view askew stuff because kevin smith's number one fan is himself right oh sure as he easily admits <laughs> I just looked in case you didn't Adam didn't give you enough reason to watch G-Men from Hell Gary Busey Bobcat Goldthwait and Robert Goulet are in that movie and Robert Goulet <laughs> plays the <laughs> devil in that movie Goulet yeah, why not watch that movie yeah you want to see Robert Goulet as the devil the role he was born to play <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I mean just what, what year did it come out Chris are you looking at it right now 2000 oh my god what an interesting time for all of those people yeah yeah that may have to get on a I might have to get on my queue. <laughs> yeah, now I want to see it because it sounds crazy. <laughs> now I want to see Steve from Stranger Things Madman. I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, does he play it? Does he still have the same haircut when he plays Yeah, because he's got to stick out the top of the costume. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I don't, I don't have a Steve impression anywhere. That's. <laughs> I saw You were searching for it, though. You I was, but he's it. just so like middle of the road. There's yeah. nothing to do. <laughs> oh, and anything I say, like if I use a specific line, it could be a spoiler. All right. Now that we've somehow flown back to Hawkins, Indiana, a couple of times, uh, if if there's nothing else, Adam, yeah, I think uh, I think I've tortured you guys enough. Give your plugs for the network that we're all on. <laughs> well, you can find me personally on Twitter. I'll give you my and uh, you can find TMNT Minute at TMNT Minute uh, all over social media. Go follow. Go find us. Go follow us. You're not Chris, come on, come on now. Come like, on, seriously, I like to wait for you to, to tell me to do it. <laughs> you can find us at James Allen Bob Minute on. DuelingGenre.com, where TNT, TMNT Minute is. Uh, you can go to our Public site, grab a couple shirts. we got about six or seven designs up there. You can check out Dueling Jammer's Public site also. You got anything else, Chef? Nope. Uh, cowabunga! Ninja, 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 ninja
Chris, that's from the Turtles movie. <laughs> I know. I, I know you're unfamiliar with I pop culture. Turtles. I have a couple. Ninja, <laughs> I have a couple Ninja Turtles up on eBay, just in case you were looking for some. For God's sake.